Hey Gus, I got a que- I got a question for you. To hit me with it, Eddie. Do you, would you like to be a uh, would you like to start the Gus and Eddie podcast? Boy, would I! I love the opportunity to do just that. Cue the theme song. Wait, the theme song do, plays bef- before can we, this. Tony, cue the we, theme song again. Okay, maybe not all of the the theme. That would probably be a little exhausting after hearing we, it again. I mean, we did pay for it, and I am a thrifty guy. And I do want to get our money's worth. Let's roll it ten to fifteen more times this episode no, if, if we can sprinkle no, that in. No, that's there. gonna. I, I don't think that's a good idea, Gus. Let's play it backwards too. You know, inverse outverse. <laughs> Dude, so. you know what made me feel really dumb? What's that? With my microphone that I was using. I kept hearing um, from friends on Discord or then looking at my stream where I was peaking way more. And I was like, why the fuck does my mic instantly sound awful? Why is it so Mm. loud? And I was like, nothing's changed. I haven't fucked with the mic at all. Fucking Windows update reset. A Windows update that I didn't ask for reset the input levels on my microphone to 100%. And so I was peaking for the last four streams and probably for our podcast – because Windows was like, you know, when Windows is just fun and they go, you don't have those settings on. You didn't choose oh this. We God. know better than you. I hate them. Billy G going in doing damage again on the mic situation. Hate Dude, it. Dude, first it's all this microchip bullshit and now it's the <laughs> it's my microphone. Eddie, you, we're going to see Billy Gates on uh, on CNN tomorrow. He's like, well, first I wanted to implant every person with a microchip, and then I was going to go uh, adversely affect Eddie's microphone situation on my favorite podcast. The so, goal is plans. The goal is really to implant everyone with a microchip so I can beam me jumping over a chair to their eyes because I keep fucking doing that on camera. <laughs> Why I did, did it once in the 80s. Yeah, why the fuck did he do that? It was He's got hops, man. I wish he would have gone down that road. It is impressive. I'll give that to him. One thing I'll say about this, uh, for people that don't know, there's a conspiracy theory that Bill Gates was paying for the vaccine to microchip us. It's <laughs> like, I think the common thing is like, what do you think your phone is? And also... Yeah. What the fuck is a microchip going to do to you? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. Um, unless it's tracking you. Which your phone does? Like, what is it? A little, like, it's a fucking uh, CPU for my PC that, like, triggers to take over my entire brain? Like, what the fuck does it do? Exactly. It's just like, I don't want to have that sort of uh, 24-7 surveillance. Oh, look, Jim's on SnapMap at the Starbucks on 5th right now. Let's uh, go see what he's up to. It's like, bruh, it's the same fucking shit. Also, take your phone out. do you remember when they first made SnapMap for Snapchat? For people that don't know, they were essentially like, okay, everyone can see your location. Do you want to opt out of that? Immediately, yes. Mm-hmm. Why, do I, why yeah. would I want people from my high school to know what I'm doing that day? I just don't know why people would actively want to use it outside of like, hey, maybe a kid is going someplace and you're monitoring them. But yeah, then again, fun. mom and dad aren't using Snapchat to monitor their kid, though. Right. So who the Isn't, fuck is that for? There's the like Find My Friends app, right, that you could use for that for a kid. I, I just mm-hmm. don't understand why I would want to use Snapchat. And then, you know, sometimes I'll look at SnapMap and I'll be like, what fucking suckers are still public on this thing? <laughs> hey, why would you do that, dude? Who, who the fuck is letting me see their location? Why why would you make that mistake? I'm going to microchip you. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, oh you're, look, you're on a trip? That's fun. 
that's, that's a fun it. thing. I, I always think like that. That's the social media goal for these apps is like, oh, I see that Gus is in California. I'm gonna ask him how his trip is going. If you fucking messaged me and we're like, I see that you're in Wisconsin. What are you up to? I'd be like, stop it, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Get oh away from me. Who would start a conversation with that? Like, hey, so this is your current location. Guys Tell me about girls. that current location. Guys with yeah. girls would do that. <laughs> That's Probably. immediately my thought. It's just Probably. like, oh, oh, how are you enjoying the Windy City? Ew, dude. <laughs> Get away. Go. <laughs> hey, how was the Del Taco on uh, Rimpa? Huh? How was that? <laughs> Oh man, dude! Uh, I've uh, how have you been doing this last week? I've been doing. I feel like I've been doing pretty good lately. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. I'm doing really, really well. I think um, my my sleep schedule is pretty fucked uh, with like the late night Skyrim stream shit. But uh, I've been doing a ton of projects. I've been setting up a lot of stuff. Honestly, just getting a lot of work done. Uh, yeah, I've, same here. I've been pretty I've, productive. I fucking love, what kind of projects have you been working on? I'd love to hear. Well, not only finishing it up, not finishing up. I'm, I'm working on a new video right now. I got, nice. with the Yikes business stuff, I got a stressful amount of stuff to do. Uh, mm-hmm. All good stuff, and I can't thank everyone enough for, for supporting it. But it, goddamn, that's a lot of work. Um, and then, especially you and I just been going hard on our daily streams lately, which mm-hmm. I've been fucking having so much fun with. Dude, I love it. I, I've been having a lot of fun in that Minecraft SMP ass shit. And, yeah, for people uh, that don't know, and we we didn't know this either. SMP stands for Survival Multiplayer. It's a, a server that Matt Watson of Super Mega made with a bunch of other creators. We've just been fucking around playing Minecraft for, for days. I love it. I've been doing daily streams just like chilling and chatting with everybody. And it's been awesome. I've been having so much fun. It, it has been so fun. It's been really great being able to go interact with a bunch of new people and stuff. Uh, we, we've already had so many people come support us on our Twitch and shit. If, go check the description down below. Take a little peek under the rug, and there's me and Eddie's Twitches. We're doing uh, Minecraft epic SMP shit all the time, and I'm doing a little chill-ass Skyrim late-night streams every other night here. And so, we, so. Gus, we were talking about, too, given that, that mod that's the Skyrim co-op a little bit of a try maybe soon. Yes. But who knows? Because, yes, yes. uh, I mean, we still... Here's the thing. I still don't know how we do. I still want to do our uh, like old games streams, mm-hmm. but I don't know how we do it um, without being we just, in the same spot. Maybe we just because some of these are, are really just kind of point and click anyway. So I suppose we could just have somebody stream a Discord screen uh-huh. and then we both kind of just trade off back. Like, hey, do you yeah, want to like be man the, clicker the game for tonight? the day? Yeah, no, yeah, let's yeah, do that. exactly. Okay, let's fucking do that. Let's do but those streams really soon. That's so let's easy. absolutely do it. I, I, I'm so glad too that we're like back in on just doing a lot of stuff. The, the Minecraft thing is such a great ability now to be able to like do memes and play games and shit together as well as like do content stuff like it just i feel like there's life again in what we're trying yeah. to do and and individually over here it's like i'm working on project shit we're making stuff again yep i'm i'm, I'm happy with this uh, especially i don't know with vaccine news and stuff i'm like okay maybe maybe i'll get to see my family soon you know exactly um, so that that's real fun but uh you got a subject you want to go to uh yeah uh it was, uh, I got a little surprise here, Eddie. Uh, okay. Sorry, not, surprise is not the word, because you don't get any. It is just for me, so buzz off, you oh, little bumblebee. Oh, oh, okay. So I have a new uh, cool thing that I have fallen back in love with. Uh, Sabrina, for our anniversary, she got me a pair of rollerblades again. Ooh. <laughs> Baby. And, you know, I had such a fun-ass uh, thing that I did the other day. Uh, I, I just went out and it was like later in the evening 
and I just was rollerblading around town. And I was like, uh, I, I went, I went way past the part of town where there, it's not like big businesses and stuff, and it's just really big, wide street kind of residential neighborhoods. And I was just bombing down there, and I got a bunch of tennis balls off of Amazon. So I've just been going down the streets, just bouncing them to myself, playing like a kid in the street and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll go and I'll like purposely get kind of lost, and then just try to figure out my way back on these oh, skates and stuff. Oh, dude, I used to love doing that on a bike as a kid. Oh, it's so fun, dude. It, it, and it helps you find the layout of the city more. Like, we were doing that when we were doing the breakfast bird scoot and boot and boogie baby stuff. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm doing it on the rollerblades again. And it just is like exercise, fresh air, man. I got a second wind, dude. I love rollerblading. Yeah, that's, um, uh, I, I've wanted to, Chrissy's been roller skating too. And I've been wanting to get into something where it's like, I don't want to store a bike in my apartment. So maybe, maybe that's the one that I should do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cause you also, uh, moved into a house you're renting now. So how's that been going? Oh, dude, it's been, it's been really nice to be able to have, uh, especially when, when, since Sabrina and I are both heavily doing Twitch stuff and video stuff right now, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it was getting a bit cramped for the operations that we were trying to do. And especially since uh, my sleep schedule is as fucked as ever. Cause I'm staying up till like four or five, sometimes even like five thirty, doing these fucking Skyrim streams. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is essentially Sabrina's waking up at five. So we could not be more fucking full sun and moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's nice to not have to try to tiptoe to the, to the bedroom where she's like the world's lightest sleeper. And I just wake her up and fucking ruin her night and day and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have another room where I can go yell my poo poo pee pee jokes at 3am and not have it uh-huh. affect her. <laughs> So. Well, because it's still wait. So yeah, because um, I think you showed me. So your your stream rooms are kind of next to each other, but is the bedroom far away? What we ended up doing was uh, there's now a stream room, and then there's a like a closet area, and right. then on the other side now we put the bedroom. But her stream room is on the opposite end of the house, so we can now both stream with like three doors shut between it and there's just like not a noise issue it's so it's way better but when you stream late at night is that not an issue with the bedrooms being close or well well it might be but we have yet to sleep in the bedroom on the bed uh because i uh we don't have the bedroom set delivered yet that's coming in like mid-february uh-huh. uh and we have just been sleeping on the like the sectional couch that we ordered because mm-hmm. it's just crashing in the living room and the tv's there and stuff and it uh-huh. feels more like made up you know and the the bedroom right now is just a cold room in the back Got so it, it ha- hasn't been an issue yet but but then maybe those late night streams in a couple they will, of weeks. <laughs> it will definitely be an issue then. What I'm wondering is why you didn't put Sabrina's stream room next to the bedroom. Because you will definitely be louder during your stream. So why didn't you go to the further one? Ah, that's a good point. Well, hey, life gets crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> life does come at you fast. That is yep. one thing that is true. Um, Shit out of nowhere. Very, very wise man re-said something, life is a highway, as, as I'm talking about, you know, the Rascal Flats version. Um, Eddie, is... you telling me they didn't write that just for Cars 2, though? Wait, wasn't it for Cars 1? Or, sorry, Cars 1. I'm Cars sorry. 2? I'm a Rascal Flats Cars fan, 2? Sorry, guys. God, God. Damn, I, dude. What I'm the gonna, hell? I'm They're going to make Life as a Highway for the Tokyo movie? Come on! I didn't know, okay? I thought... Shut up. What, is Kid Rock making music for Coco now? Wait, is he? did he make music for fucking Cars? No, I just was saying that it was off theme. <laughs> oh, it. damn. 
I would love to see Coco too, though, with Kid Rock. Can you imagine <laughs> if Kid Rock did a cover of the Coco soundtrack? <laughs> oh, me more, oh, me more, <laughs> dude. I, I uh, Kid Rock is not a real person. That's you can quote me on that. <laughs> that's, that's not, Kid Rock is not a real human being. That's uh, he's made up. What does he just do from the from day to day? Like well, first so... he rocks for sure. That's when he wakes up and he rocks, <laughs> and then he reconnects with his childlike innocence in the afternoon, uh-huh. <laughs> thus completing the kid rock cycle. Isn't yeah, man. wasn't he like a multi Like he was born super rich. Yeah, he totally was. Uh, I I wonder. I think his family. We'll, we'll see where he got his his money, but like. He certainly is is one of those people, and it's they pop up from time to time in like kind of country western music and stuff. Where you have these figures that try to ad- identify as these everyman sort of folks that are like you know the big old good old boys, dirt road beer people. I, I'm just one of those working class jobs, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, your dad was like the you know a Coca Cola executive, so you didn't really yeah. ever have any adversity financially speaking in your life here. So I feel weird because it's when somebody is born super rich, like they. They can't control it, and that doesn't mean that their upbringing was like maybe their parents worked hard not to make them super privileged, but – and this might be a fault in my head. I will hold it against them no matter what. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's maybe a class jealousy, you know, where I'm like, ah, ah, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much it is in my I, brain where I'm like, you were born mega rich. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. it. <laughs> I, th- I think too in my brain it's like – you're almost going into it, especially in a situation like this, you know, where it's like this, the dude's famous as fuck, you know, and, and they're like, was really rich already is you're almost like you got the, the thing cocked and loaded to be like, complain about one thing though, about yeah. like your upbringing, you know, like, again, it's, you know, people do have problems though, regardless of like their financial situation though. But it's like, especially when you're trying to masquerade as like this, man, I'm just as every man I work my ass off. It's like, you just fundamentally you know, don't understand certain ways of life that are commonplace to most of the people in this country. So mm-hmm. it's so disingenuous. But I looked it up here. Uh, Kid Rock was born Robert James Ritchie, which is definitely very different. Uh, it's different, but in, in a weird way, I feel like like Bob Jim Ritchie is still Kid Rock. You know what I mean? Like, Bob that's Jim not really. Ritchie. That's still that's still a name that could potentially the nickname could be Kid Rock. I don't think that's too far. That almost sounds like a distinctly music name in and of itself. That's a full band right there. Is what dude, it you, is in your you own go name. fucking yeah, dude. You go Bobby James Ritchie, dude. That sounds like some classic ass soul musician. Or Why do you go with Bobby James Ritchie? That's so much better. Probably the last name with like mega wealthy, right? Is he didn't yeah. want to go, but, but Bobby James like Richie, Richie, that's like a Willie Nelson type thing, you know? That, that does that sound sounds, like it. It just sounds good. He should really Cause, change because he's Kid Rock and he's in his 50s, I think. And honestly, Kid Rock doesn't scream like kind of country stuff to me. It screams like some sort of like Vanilla Ice-esque sort of like 90s sync rap star wannabe, you know? like When I was a what... kid, it just sounded like Kids Bop to me. Like it's the Kids Bop <laughs> rock edition, you know? And we were learning different things, and we were uh, subscribing to different book clubs. I don't know how they describe it. Uh, the universal <laughs> kid thing is to subscribe to a book club. Come on, gang. Let's check out that Scholastica catalog here. Uh, anyway, he was raised in his father's 5,600-square-foot home on a six-acre estate where he regularly helped uh, his family pick apples and care for their horses. 
his father owned multiple car dealerships. Uh, okay, so, well, yeah. if I mean, if they had horses, that's a little bit of like a country something, right? I guess, dude. Yo, Kid Rock began his professional music career as a member of the hip hop group The Beast Crew. Is that one of Mr. Beast Boys or what? <laughs> the Beast Crew is led by Mr. Beast. And <laughs> on the guitar is Kid Rock. <laughs> Dude, okay, so maybe he was trying to be a rapper. Okay. That's so this is so interesting. During this time, Kid Rock began a professional association with producer Mike Clark, who after some initial skepticism with the idea of a white rapper, found himself impressed with Kid Rock's energetic performance. Huh. Okay, that's super interesting. I didn't know that. Essentially, what we're hearing is Kid Rock just oozed talent, and that's why he got yeah. where he was. And it Kid- had nothing to do <laughs> with his wealthy father. It was all just the fact that when you look at Kid Rock, you just know. It's like Michael Jackson or like Stevie Wonder or like Elvis. It's Kid Rock is just a star. <laughs> you know what? It is – It. Kid Rock is somebody that I've really grappled with too morally and stuff. You know, nobody is defined by one thing, but he's been like he's done some really, really cash money shit and some really just like stinker shit. You I know? don't even. Like, it's he's just kind of like a meme in my head. I don't really know a lot about Kid Rock. I just know that he's Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so like the thing is too, like uh, he politically extremely inflammatory. I think you could probably guess which side of the political spectrum he might heavily gravitate towards, and he's very vocal on stage about it, like, even way late into the game, like, in these Uh. last couple years and shit, so that's unfortunate. But then it's like, he'll do shit also where, like... You know, there's, there's, I've seen multiple videos out there of him, uh, interacting with people with, uh, developmental disabilities and, like, folks with Down syndrome and stuff, and he is so wonderful dude like there's a video out there you can see he just he crashes a uh, a dude's birthday party and gives him like a guitar and just and and, and you can tell just in the way that people talk to folks though sometimes too even when you know they're on camera you know it still is a is a skill in and of itself to be able to just communicate with everybody and be really present and stuff and so like I really respect that and also like he has been hugely vocal against like places like Ticketmaster and stuff that have just been fucking people over on concert prices and stuff. And regularly, he will go out of his way to make like tickets and shit as cheap as possible. Uh, if I if I Google, Dude, when did you Kid- learn so much about Kid Rock? Well, I didn't even know you knew this much about Kid Rock. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even like a Kid Rock fan. I just I'm probably got it popping around Wikipedia pages sometimes. I know this yeah. whole time I'm memeing about Kid Rock. You you got the whole catalog up there. <laughs> you know exactly here's, what you're doing. <laughs> here's a Billboard article from a few years back where uh, Kid Rock was going on t- on tour, and uh, he said that Kid Rock said he was going to take a huge pay cut this summer. And he structured a deal that allowed for a $20 ticket price across the board at every amphitheater and like $5 tops beers for all of his shows. Whoa. And like that is, you know, Kid Rock honestly is not like, you know, a number one artist right now. But still like some of these fucking people, dude, Kid Rock sells out shows no problem, dude. And and a guy like that could easily get away with charging like 50 bucks for the cheapest seat. And the fact that he goes in and takes arguably like a 500% minimum pay cut for shit like that so people can see his shows and shit, I'm just like, God, that is so fucking, that's good. I really do respect that part of him, you know? Like, that's Mm -hmm. some good shit, but 
So what you're know. saying is your kid rocks number one fan. You're you're the number one fan club man. I guess so, man. I guess so. So <laughs> I was gonna make another song reference, but right now the only thing I can think of is that all summer long Sweet Home Alabama parody. So I'm all out of Kid Rock references for the day. <laughs> Shit, dude. dude! Everyone's gonna stop listening to the podcast <laughs> no, if you dude. run out of Kid Rock references. Damn it, dude! What if the we fuck get... are we gonna do? Oh man, I don't even know, dude. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll start our own country star artist. We'll, we'll be one. Hold on. What was that? I said uh, we'll start a little uh, no, no, country. No. Did somebody just join the Discord? Oh wait. Hello. Does that say? Does Does that say Mayor Monkey? Hello. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. I can you under, I can't understand what he's saying. He's just making monkey noises. He's, Why are you here? I don't. He's very loud too. What do oh you my want? What do you want from us? Get out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! I don't. We don't need you in here. We don't want you. Gee. Oh God. Thank God, dude. What the fuck? Who invited him to the Discord? Was it William Osman? I. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it was William Osman. Frankly. What the? Did you know what he was saying, Eddie? I didn't understand a lick of that. Who? Who do you think it could be? You know what? I bet it was Drew. I bet. I bet Drew did it. You know, I've known him for years. He'd pull this kind of shit. I have no idea what he said. Uh, Does somebody? Does anybody speak? uh, What is it? uh, Chimpanzee language? Could somebody help us? And I have no idea what he said. If you guys could, God damn! I just wish I knew because I feel like that was a really threatening tone. I know. if you could tell us in like the subreddit or on Twitter or some shit, like please, if if anyone can translate out there, if Jane Goodall is active on our subreddit and somebody just ask around, let's try to figure that out. What the fuck? I don't know. It's one maybe one of those people that uh, teaches sign language to gorillas. Maybe that could work. I don't know if if there's a universal, you know, if Mayor Monkey can talk to gorillas as well, because that's kind of what happened in Planet of the Apes. So who knows? True. You know. I, I like can't that. believe he got in here. That's I just that's not a good feeling. I don't like that at all. I feel like our security's been a little compromised. I feel how like he's learn, been hearing us talk. How do you shit. learn how to use Discord? Oh, this is really worrisome now, dude. They're I didn't know how to use Discord before like last year. <sighs> I, I I'm kind of shook right now, and I don't say that lightly, but. I think we're going to have to keep on our toes here for the next couple of weeks. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. I think so, about. too. I'm going to start. Make sure to lock your door every time you walk in your place because I don't know okay. what the fuck that's all about. They got thumbs, too. They could probably use, like, keys and shit, so I'm not really yeah. feeling safe about that. And that's a problem because I, I make copies of my keys, and I just throw I throw them around L.A. I just start tossing them just oh, to keep no. things interesting. I like to because, you, as you guys know, I just got my axe and any intruder. I got a message. Hold on one sec. Check this out. Check this out, Gus. What's up? I got a message for Mayor Monkey. Come Uh-oh. And, come and get me. Try it! D- he's serious. Give it a try, Mayor Monkey. I fucking dare you, dude. Are you doing the thing where you're trying to make him flinch? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I'm almost flinched. Yeah, I'm almost if flinched you're at right home, here, please dude. don't flinch. This is only for Mayor Monkey, dude. Okay, sorry. I'll try. I won't even look at this part. So that's pretty much... What I got, you know, what I'm offering. Can you imagine if I accidentally just, like, hurt myself with an axe on the middle of the podcast? Like, what would we... We would probably have to 
keep it in just for the sheer sake. It would be of, like, too if, interesting, you know. I would I would want to keep it in if I. If oh I, yeah, I I think we'd have to. Like, would we <laughs> would we keep going? I would love for like the last half hour of the podcast just to be you, like Peter Griffin in the corner, just. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> or I just keep the podcast going in the ambulance. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like uh, little Richard Nixon asked us, who would win in a fight, a cat or a raccoon? Hmm. I'm just like bleeding out in the middle it's of like, an ambulance. Please, please hang up, sir. Um, I think the ra- ow, I think the raccoon, what do you guys think, EMTs? Raccoon v. cat. Huh? I bet, I bet EMTs would know. They, uh, they've seen some things. They've probably seen a, a, both those animals attack people and see the damage they do, you know? Oh, probably. They've been various chimp-related activities before. That's true. Dude, I remember after um, after I watched Planet of the Apes, uh, when it was coming out, like the newer trilogy, mm-hmm. I remember uh, I watched it with a couple of friends, and then we happened to go to the zoo like the next week. And especially the chimpanzee oh, no. bit, I was just like, I'm so sad looking at these guys, man. I it's know, just like, dude. It's I, I feel like um, I feel like with zoos, unless you know, they do a lot of rehabilitation stuff. But especially, it's just sad to see smart animals. Where I'm like, ah, I hope you're only in here because it helps you. Because oh yeah. man, I can see I can see something in your eyes, and you're just in a cage. So. I know, yeah. That it's so sad, dude. Honestly, especially when you sh- see shit like dolphins and stuff, and or like the exceptionally, exceptionally intelligent animals that are really more hyper aware of their settings too. Not that every animal doesn't matter, but you know where you're just like, dude. I know that you know that you're trapped in here. You know, like yeah. this fucking sucks. That that's. I don't know enough about uh, like I, I think because a lot of zoo stuff is rehabilitation too. Right? I don't fucking know. I don't know anything. I'm not gonna take a stance on anything. It just made me sad to see. You know. Yeah. No. Oh, I totally get you. I totally get you. Fuck. Maybe Dude, I shouldn't you... make that Minecraft aquarium anymore now. <laughs> Shit. I mentioned this before, and I want to just really quick on the podcast mention. Crazy and I have been watching Survivor again. Yeah. Survivor, <laughs> Survivor is the greatest reality TV show to ever exist. Completely. There is nothing better than Survivor. And re-watching it has proved it because I forgot how serious it is and how much they actually put everyone in danger because they signed away for it. You know, like everyone knows what they're getting into with Survivor. These physical fucking challenges are real taxing, damaging ones where people will like break bones and shit. And then there's like this incredible strategy and like it's it's really just such a chess game with people. I've just been so happy rewatching it, man. Survivor fucking rules. Dude, I just love Survivor. I, I do want to get back into it. I Every year since I was probably like a child, I, I watched it with my family. I remember watching yeah, same like here. the first episode or the first season rather yeah. with my family where they were like competing for oranges on the beach. I, I remember that like little reward challenge. Yeah, dude. Like it, some sort of, it's I fucking f- insane. I feel like a ton of families, especially our exact age, were watching through Survivor together. And we would like there wasn't. I, like, I feel like we all watched, like, 10 years of it straight. You know what I mean? Like, it yep. was just, it was such a big deal where you just kept watching. And uh, I don't, I still, we mentioned this on stream. Get me and Gus on Survivor. I, I, I'll, we, we can do it. We can do it. The thing is, though, Gus, what? and I hopefully no one else will, will look it up. I think the best move, we go on Survivor, yep. we, we pretend that we don't know each other. Okay, smart. I like so we that. have this alliance, and we have the vote, at least in the beginning of the game, but nobody knows. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, we would have to, like, you know, just kind of through glances, no. And really, we're the strongest alliance in the whole game, and nobody has any idea. Let's do that. Let's do and that. So- Let's Here's how we sneak messages to each other. Uh, I will I will slip you notes made out of coconut husk under your little uh, pillow so you can wake up and read little secret Gus notes. And also, when we're at tribal council together, uh, I will I will do the classic adage of coughing to hide my speech so no one can tell I'm communicating with you. So I've we won't it, even like be on trial, and Jeff Probst is going to be like, so, uh, Le- Leanne, what do you feel about Rochelle? And I'm going to be like, Eddie! I found a immunity idol. I'm Perfect. gonna give it to you. <clears throat> you know how I'll respond to you? What's that? For people that don't know, in the tribal council, you vote on little pieces of paper with like a like a marker, and then Jeff Probst, the host, reads out each vote. And one thing I'll give to them: really good. They stagger. They clearly reorganize the votes to make it as suspenseful as possible, so you yep. don't know until the last second. What I'm gonna do is I will hear you giving messages to me. And I will write my message in return to you instead of a vote. And Jeff Probst has to read it out. So essentially, like, he will, instead of bringing it out and it says, it says, like, oh, you've mentioned a name like Rochelle. He reads, he pulls it up and it says, like, hello, Gus. This is Eddie. I have a response to your immunity item. <laughs> I would love to. And he has to read the full thing out. Has anybody ever done that on Survivor? Like, they know they have the vote, so they write a little message for Jeff to read? I would love to do that, dude. That would be yeah. fucking hilarious. He, what if, he, he brings it up, and he's just like, one vote. I'm a little pee-pee-poo-poo stinker boy. <laughs> he's like, huh? Who wrote this? I, guys, I'm not. You gotta not. stop hey. doing that. Hey, I'm not. I wear my blue shirt and my hat, and I'm not a poopy uh, pee-pee stinker boy. This is bullshit. This is so stupid. You know what? I wonder if the people could mutiny and vote Jeff out. Dude, I actually was joking about that with Chrissy, where where he starts doing it, and he's like, one vote, Jeff? Uh-oh. Two votes, Jeff. And um. then he gets to it. First host voted off of Survivor. <laughs> he's <laughs> Jeff Probst. And he's just like, uh, because then you have to leave immediately. So he has to just walk away. <laughs> who, who puts out his flame? <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, he's dragging his torch, still lit behind him like a sad kid with a baseball bat, dragging it behind <laughs> him. And his little talking point while they're doing the little, like, squished credits at the end is, I guess I thought they wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> Dude, sobbing. whenever he doesn't want to do the to be a host anymore, or let's say he does, they should do a Survivor host season. Where everyone's competing to be the host of Survivor, and he has to re-enter inside of it oh, and compete dude. with everybody else. That's what CBS I'm is like, Jeff, your contract is getting expensive as fuck, dude, and we're not paying this. The only way we're going to consent to it is if you enter back into the brawl hollow mode of earning your way to the top. <laughs> then we will give you the fifty million. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching the podcast, uh, and thank you Scouts Honor for sponsoring today's podcast. Listen, guys, as pet parents, working from home has given us, that's me and Sabrina, more time to spend with our four-legged family members. Now we're more aware of their daily needs, health issues, and their well-being. So, if you've noticed that your pet is itchy or smells less than pleasant, you have to check out Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor is a go-to pet brand for grooming products that will help itch relief, odor control, and overall healthier skin and coat. All right, they got some fantastic products. They smell wonderful too. My favorite smell, a little bit of that lavender. Who doesn't like a little lavender, huh? 
Scouts Honor's probiotic grooming products are a scientifically proven natural solution for treating your pet's skin problems. When applied to the skin, probiotics support healthy bacteria and fight against bad bacteria that can cause irritation. With every purchase, Scouts Honor provides one day's worth of meals for a rescue animal in need. That sounds pretty cool, a little rescue animal, that ain't too bad. With Scouts Honor, your pet will never look, feel, or smell better. Check out all of Scouts Honor's award-winning products today. Available online or wherever pet supplies are sold. To receive 20% off your first order, go to scoutshonor.com slash Gus and Eddie. Remember, that's Scouts with a K at scoutshonor.com slash Gus and Eddie for 20% off your order. Scouts Honor, natural and preventative grooming solutions for pets. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Okay, go away. Go back to the episode. Bye. I really, Dude. I think if we entered in Survivor and we pretended not to know each other, we could do pretty well. The, the mistake people always make is there's always a really conniving person in Survivor that makes it to the final two, but they played that game of getting to the final two while alienating everybody else in the jury. And it's like, that's true. You're never going to win if you do that, though. I think I would be really fucking good at getting to the final five, and then everyone would vote me out because I'm a son of a bitch to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they wouldn't even say, like, you're a threat or you're not pulling your weight around camp. They're just like, Gus is a real son of a bitch, and I we got to get rid of him. Dude, like, especially, like, how, you know, I think we had a similar mindset with some of the Among Us shit where it's like, when you're in the game, Obviously, external for it. when it's done, you know it, it's done. Don't you know, we're not being toxic gamer boys and stuff. But when you're in yeah. the game, it's like, bro, I am doing. I am going till the final fucking ticket is in. You know, there like, was. I think about how good lying. of TV it is if we revealed we were friends and like comedic partners, and then in like the final two or three, like one of us maybe had to betray another one, which I would never do. But like, think about how good of TV that would be. But let's not do that. Good TV. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, man. I, I People would be so pissed if they learned that we knew each other. Dude, that would be I'm, – I'm telling you, for Survivor producers, I we will be very, very interesting contestants, you know? I would have the stupidest asides, you know, where they just go to me and I'd be like, I don't know, guys. I haven't been shitting right for two weeks. <laughs> oh, you like, wanted to talk about the immunity challenge? Oh. Oh. Um, I lost. Because I haven't been shitting right for two months. <laughs> They're like, just give us one usable take, non-shit, just of your opinion on the music, uh, the immunity challenge here, dude. Okay, so mm-hmm. essentially, I got there. I was nervous because I've been not shitting right for two. Ah, shit! Ah, come on, man. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's go back. Ask me a different right, question. Yeah. Ask me yeah, a different okay. question. Uh, so what's uh, something that's not food related? How are, how have you decided to build your uh, hut during the Survivor? I'm gonna sit like they do during it. How did I decide my build, build my hut? Well, yep. I I realized that I needed shelter because I was out in the open trying to shit right for two weeks. Cut cut Fuck. again. Hey, oh. yep. Cut the shit, dude. Okay, uh, okay. Sorry, ask me another question then. Okay, I'll give you one more. But seriously, I'm running out of tape out here. And if you could CBS make it like really difficult for me to work in anything about shit and right, because it's all I've been thinking about. It's a real big problem. Okay, I'm gonna keep it as basic as possible. Right, right, basic what, as possible. Your survivor buff. What color is it? Oh, as in like my tribe team? Yeah, the the color of your team. Um, so it was blue. But I used it to wipe, so it's now blood for two weeks. Ah, oh, god damn it, dude. damn it! 
Oh, man, I'm really surviving out here, huh? In multiple ways. Okay, we're going to have to kick you off, dude. <laughs> they, the producers <laughs> vote me off because they don't like me. <laughs> there starts to be extra votes rolling in. And it's like the cameramen standing there. They're just so <laughs> tired of my shit that they're just like, <laughs> they're like 40 votes, Eddie. <laughs> you know, dude. The uh, you know what'd be actually. <clears throat> oh, here's a little. Okay, CBS producers are 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 going. Next question. Next question. They're gonna write this shit down. Uh, what if you did? Like, you know, we're going in and saying, like, what if we didn't uh, tell anybody that we know each other and we did a secret alliance? What if, for a season of Survivor, one component of it was that the producers individually went and hand-selected pairs of people who did know each other? So there was always two people that knew each other and lied to everybody and said, don't tell anybody that you know each other. Uh, nobody else knows each other. So there's duplicates. So of everyone's a pair, you're saying. So right? everyone's a pair. And That's it really, really is, interesting. How fucking cool would it be? Because then you'd, you'd, everyone would think that they're gaming it. You know, of like, dude, I fucking know James over there. Oh my right. God. But and the thing is, people, people would silently give it away right away. But we wouldn't. You know, because they'd, they'd be like, they want to form like a four alliance. And yeah. We, we'd, we'd still... Be like, oh, really? And, and or I was like, I don't feel comfortable saying. Or what if everyone said it though? Oh, huh. man. We'll have to we'll have to think about this more when CBS contacts us. Jeff, um, just call us, dude. Come so on, it, it has to be hashtag Gus and Eddie on Survivor. That's the hashtag. That's it. That way we'll survive. That sounds like a good idea. I I just I think. Also, I mean, th- this is one thing. Everyone gets so lean. Everyone looks even. It's because they're they're in trouble and starving. But everyone looks so ripped at the end of the season. Oh yeah, dude. Because it's it all just falls off. It's like, and I'm, and I'm not going to eat water and rice just in my apartment for three months. You know, I'm not going to do that because I can't, Mm-mm. you know, I got to have my hot wings. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know me. I get my, my you know Frankie me. sauce. <laughs> you know? Dude, I, I, the thing is, I know for a fact, though, that I would be so miserable not showering and sleeping around bugs. That would fuck me up so bad. The bugs would fuck me up so bad. I don't know yeah. why. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing is the dumb shit that I'd feel embarrassed about would be the stuff that I couldn't do. Like it would be like scorpions and snakes and bugs and shit, but I'd have no problem like not eating for three days or like, you know, like cutting my hand on some shit, you know, or or having to, you know, like go kidnap a pig or something like that and kidnap? ride him into Yeah, I would want to <laughs> I wouldn't hurt him, but I would kidnap a pig and I would ride him into every tribal council. Because then it would just be like, who would vote the guy out who's riding a fucking warhog? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, either, it's like, I don't have an immunity idol, but if you vote for me, you're going to get hit with a hog. <laughs> I'm going to so. throw my entire <laughs> hog at you. You're just going to fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run you over with my hog. Uh, essentially, here's what I say. Is every tribal council, I say, hey, I hired one of the cameramen and I have a hog ready to be let loose at camp. Oh my if you God. vote for me, he's going to let him loose. So <laughs> if, you, if you want your stuff, the hog will continue to sleep. But if you vote me out, it's all over. That's it. Unleash oh, you, you have hog. a tarp for rain? Hogs lo- famously love ripping tarps. You know, that's a thing they're known for. It's whatever, dude. Don't worry about it. Don't worry dude, about you know it. What 
You know what I wonder has ever happened on Survivor? I wonder if anybody, and or let alone if it's made it into the show. Probably not. I assume not. But I, I'm sure somebody had to have tried to bribe some of the camera people to give them some information sometime. Yeah, you know, like, I bet. I think they have pretty strict rules because they never acknowledge the camera people and they're up in there. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're ever, they just cut it out and they're like, what's your name? And they have to go like, no. Yep. No, Sorry, don't talk no. to me. I guess maybe it's a rule where it's like they won't respond, but that also sounds boring as hell for the cameraman. You know, yeah, you just gotta you really let you gotta to you gotta listen to these fuckers who are starving just discuss about each other the whole day. You know? Yeah, dude. But I, I guess wish... it's probably really simple when you have like shoes and clothes and you can go back and eat a meal while they're all like starving right there. I you just know that that guy's just like sucking down like a, a Dasani bottle of water and like an In and Out burger, just like watching this guy like scrape up like ten grains of rice and just. Oh, sorry, I didn't get that shot. Could you put that rice back in that pig shit and pick it out again? <laughs> he's squeezing and slurping like those those applesauce packets as he's holding the camera. <laughs> just gogurt tube oh. after gogurt tube. <laughs> oh. Dude, when is the last time you had a frozen gogurt? A week ago. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I need to order some gogurt right now. But I would bef- love to have before some then, it was like years though. But it was f- expressly for that reason because it was. What are the guys that you had them a week ago? And I just asked you that question. I you know, dude. Had it for years, it was it was because I was it was late at night, you know, and I, I wasn't the most sober of individuals. And then you have that specific taste shit come out yeah. of, of nowhere sometimes. And I was like, I got to put in my Amazon Fresh card. I need to get some cotton candy and strawberry gogurt because I used to go put those in the freezer at my grandma's house and, and enjoy the hell out of them. It was delicious, and it was great. Dude, during the pandemic, Bezos has such a tight grip on my balls for whatever I need to do. And I hate it. I hate that Bezos has this on me. But I don't want to go and help the spread. And I I don't know what to do, Gus. I don't know. I think think a lot of us are in this position where it's like, fuck, man. Like, a lot of times I have to do this thing. Plus, Bezos has Jack's Pizza on fucking Amazon Fresh now, so he got me with the old one, too, you know? Also, you know what's really exciting? I saw some people who were, uh, some of our boys, having family members getting vaccinated. I didn't tell you this. My sister's getting vaccinated next week, probably. Yes. And so it's like, hell yeah, shit's happening. Dude. I'm really happy to hear that, especially, I think somebody made a post at the subreddit. It was like, my dad just got vaccinated. It's like, let's fucking go! Love to let's see that go. Voice. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's stuff is getting better, dude. The snow's a melting. This is great. Well, it's LA, so. Yeah, things are actually actively getting worse day by day, though, but. Uh... Oh, I just meant the snow. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> no, I was just being a dick though. about it. <laughs> yeah. Say, uh, Eddie, how's about. Uh... You know what? Actually, we didn't do this last week. What do you say we perhaps open up a little piece of frickin'. <laughs> Did you do it? it? I think Discord cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a little crisper on it, and they said okay. we're not we're not gonna send that one through. That's just for us. Just I'm gonna see if I have just one left. I'm not sure if I do. I got All a right, couple here, JIC. Boys, the, it's still closed. Do not send us your packages anymore yet. Alrighty, let's double check that. Yeah, I don't have anything left if you want to open just like one maybe and then we do some preguntas. You betcha. I got one right here. So this one Hell comes yeah. to us. This is to, to Bus Johnson and Eddie Furback. That's Thanks. us. That's me, baby. This is from our boy uh, Ben in Los Angeles. Look at that. Ben 
sends us. Oh, look at this! Ben came to uh, the show in. Uh, I, I want to say that this is actually oh, fuck Phoenix because I'm wearing I'm wearing a uh, Jaden Animations shirt in this mm -hmm. photo. Here's a picture of me and uh, looks like one of his other boys here at the meet and greet. Oh, and and that's the show that uh, that's the show where I was in the green room. And uh, one of the stage uh, hands came th came back and was just like, "Hey, there's a couple out here that has something for you. Do you want us to just say no?" And I was like, "Because uh, inherently, you're like, I don't want to just take mystery shit, you know? What is this?" Right. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, send it back." And then and then it was. Uh, it was a big bundle, and, and it was like Jaden Animation VidCon shirts and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's extremely specific, though. I was just kind of confused. And then I went out after, and, and it was like, it was Jaden's parents. Mm -hmm. They came to my show. I love it. I know I've said that before, but thank you again, Jaden. Your parents are awesome. Dude, Jaden uh, is probably like one of the nicest people we've ever met, I think. Oh, Jayden actually. just yeah, so actually. goddamn nice. Super helpful in our Minecraft SMP too. Yeah, uh, no, I needed I needed those chickens she gave us. Yes, dude. Yo, Ben sent us. I have this has got to be a collector's edition, Eddie. Hugly's sleepover thinking adventures. This is a different fucking Hugly's sleepover. Whoa, 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 whoa! For people that don't know, it's it's Gus's favorite PC childhood game. Point Hold click. on. Can that be one of the first ones that we do play on the Twitch yes, thing, though? Yes, absolutely. Oh, fucking thank you. I, Dude. My, my first one I want to do is Pajama Sam, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's, that's, the, perfect. that's the first one I want to do. Dude, there are multiple Hugly games? Yeah, didn't you tell me that? I thought you said Hugly was like a character that they made multiple for. I didn't think that I've only ever known about Hugly's Sleepover. Well, oh, we're my. about to play a bunch of them. God. Hugly's Sleepover Thinking Adventures? Let's fucking go. It's a monster party. We hope you had fun. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> Damn, okay. Dude, I'm excited to play, uh, to do those. Yeah, we should just switch off for whoever's game is, like, their personal one. Exactly. By the way, Ben, I'll take care of you, dude. No worries. I'll handle you. This is a longer one, but I got you, dude. A little side note there. Thank you again. Uh, by the way, Eddie, just to close, that's it for... Mail. I I agree with you though. Let's uh let's do that. Let's start on our favorites and then we'll just bop back and forth like that. That'll be yes. a good pace. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Eddie, how's about we hear a little bit from our boys here and handle handle some freaking preguntas? What do you say? Absolutely. Let's hear from the boys. All right, baby boys, follow us on Twitter at Gus Buckets and at Eddie Burback, and we'll fix your I don't know, fix and fix your life or some shit. We'll do uh, something. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Give us some time. Uh, at Quino Minnow asks, what's your favorite snow day memory? That's a good one. Hmm. I don't know if I have a... I mean, it's always... Uh, there was in front of my house when I, where I grew up. There was a little like berm, you know, like a mini hill type situation before a busy street. Uh, so sure. There was no neighbors across the street from me. It was that little berm. And it was just a perfect like sledding spot for a little kid. And it was <clears> right next to my house. And so anytime there's a snow day, me, Tony, my friend Brandon, and my friend Charlie, a couple of just friends in the neighborhood would just all go sledding right there. And I didn't even have to like walk far away. Then you come back in and your mom's like, here's some hot chocolate. I know this is going to be an important memory for you. Shout out to parents making hot chocolate when it's cold out. You know, like. It is perfect. Top tier. Dude, I, I remember uh, for snow day stuff, 
Uh, typically, when it was a snow day, we'd just get Dumbo modes dumped on us. And uh, well, I guess that's the literal point of a snow day. That is not specific to us. I realize how foolish that sounds. Because well, I'd assume even for you, you would need more snow for a snow day than me. But actually, how would, it, was, it would probably be harder to clear the roads for you guys, right? Oh, it was yeah, exceptionally more difficult. Like and okay. and more in more more rural areas for a lot of people and stuff like there is just a prioritization tier for like highways get cleared first and then it's like kind of unmarked highways essentially county roads and then like half the people that would go to school are on like gravel and dirt roads and shit right. and it's just like it costs so much money to have a plow go through there and those aren't going to get cleared at all so usually it's just some dad with a truck that has to do it but yeah they they would really really fuck us if if we got dumped on but I remember one of our favorite activities to do ever was if it was an obscene amount of snow, and it happened a few times, is we'd go into our grandparents' houses. Both of our grandparents' houses had kind of lower-hanging roofs, and uh, they w- we would, like, shovel off the roof so that it wasn't so much, like, weight and stuff on the overall house, and there would be these giant mounds of snow and you could just like at my grandpa's house, <clears throat> that's the actual roof that I filmed in my roof and the, my, my pool videos mm-hmm. at, at my grandpa's house, he did, uh, he still does some, uh, weather underground, like reporting stuff. Uh, and he, uh, he has this giant like cable tower. Like it looks like a far cry five outpost that you can climb up mm-hmm. and you get on the roof that way. So we would just, as kids, we would climb up this like giant metal thing and you would just like hurl yourself off the roof. Like how fucking oh, cool is that as a kid? Just dude, I'm just going to go yeah. leap off the roof and you didn't even have to land right. You could just plat, just splat my, down. My Easy. dad told me he got to do that with his deck during one of like the Chicago blizzards. That sounds so fun. I've always wanted to do something like that. That oh, sounds great. Yeah, that's fucking also, awesome. You know what broke my heart, dude? What? I saw that a bunch of schools across the US and a bunch of districts are like, oh, with Zoom, no more snow days in the future. And it's like, you keep fucking snow days. <laughs> you don't get rid of snow days. That is a classic. You cannot get rid of snow days. I don't care if it fucks with the calendar schedule and you add a day to summer. You do not take away snow days from kids. Mm-mm. That is, the, especially the nerve to do it as an adult when you got to enjoy snow days as kids. And now to t- fuck over kids for your own convenience. No, we are not getting rid of snow days. No, We're not doing that. It's insulting more than anything. What a little shit cherry on top of that whole Sunday. No good. It's like, you know, what kind of learning are you going to do then? You know, I know that's been the the whole year, but it's just like, just, just fucking give them the snow day. That's it. And what I used to hate, did you ever have it where like, there would be this specific thing where there'd be clearly, clearly a big snowstorm coming. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have this one stickler teacher that's like, no. No, we're going to have school tomorrow. Yep. And it's like, what are you, God? How do you know? <laughs> How the fuck do you know weather like that? And then you'd have the one realistic teacher would be like, hey, guys, let me let you in on a little secret. <laughs> come here, come here. Shh, shh. I think we might have a snow day tomorrow. And you'd be like, <gasps> it's pretty much set in stone. Like, yep. if, a, if a teacher's... And then, so fuck those teachers. They'd be like, no, no. And then I would feel so much like we'd come back the next day and be like, or two days later, you were wrong. And you're an adult, and you were wrong, so you should admit that. And they never would. Uncool. Uncool more than anything. I always just hated that. That, like, bur- like burrow your head in the sand and be like, we're not going to have a snow day. Meanwhile, the news is like, we're getting 25 inches tomorrow. Exactly, dude. Just give them some hope. Just give them some hope. You don't have to lie. You could say, well, maybe. Who knows? 
Why exactly. have to be, why do you have to be like, don't get your hopes up. You'll be doing homework tomorrow. Mm. Fuck you. Free entertainment. You don't have to go buy a tray of Oreos for a party. You can just say, hey, school might not be on tomorrow. Cost nothing, guy. Yep. Cost nothing. I got a little bop here, Eddie, from at unsupervised fun says, if you had to pick between filling your basement with every Lego city set or making a giant ball pit, what would you choose? Lego City set in an instant. Are you How kidding me? How cool would that be, dude? Oh, oh my god. I don't give a shit about a ball pit compared to having <laughs> all of the Legos, dude. That's probably... Not only is that a profit of probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? I assume it's but probably... I'm not going to sell it. How fucking cool would that be? Dude, Especially I, you have a kid in the future and you're like, here's every Lego ever. Oh my God, dude. And I have always loved just making like little mini areas and landscapes and shit like that. And it, and and I'm not like really like a model train guy, but I've always been fascinated by just these little worlds people create, whether it's small dioramas or like model trains or, yeah. or Legos and shit. So having that mini universe down there would be incredible. You know what I realize I'm absolutely going to be? I'm going to be the dad that has a little train go around the Christmas tree. Of course mm-hmm. I'm going to be that guy. To have mm-hmm. a little train? Are That's you kidding cool. me? Have it have one of those little vape stacks where it goes a little puff, puff, oh, puffs up. Dude, I remember my, my grandma um, when I was like really young, I think I was like maybe five, gave me and Tony each these like really quality metal big train toys and they made like a realistic noise and they made steam come out of it. Oh my God, dude. It was that would the be... coolest thing I'd ever gotten in my life. And it was so goddamn loud that I could like never press it. But um, it w- I'm pretty sure it was like a model of a specific train. And it was just like, a, I was just like, how, what did I do to deserve this? That I'm five so and this awesome, is the greatest dude. thing I've ever seen. Especially in a basement like that. It's just like, you could just escape downstairs to your own little world. I, I just dude. love that. I was so terrified of my basement when I was younger, though, because it was just like this concrete storage area where there mm. were webs, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we uh, My dad, I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, my dad pretty much, everything but the uh, electricity in our basement uh, completely, he took did like a multi, multi-year project where mm. he just learned how to finish a basement himself, which Damn. is pretty crazy. And then he, he, you've seen it before in my old house, he built a bar. Which was awesome too. Yeah, that's fucking um, insane. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, and then you remember somebody on Twitter uh, like a year ago tried to tell me that I was rich because we had cheap tile in the basement when I was younger. When my yeah. dad just did it all, it's just yeah. like, is that wealthy? Cheap tile in the Midwest in your basement? That's yeah. wealth. Ooh, got him. Yeah, and especially when you know where it came from. Like that is a huge thing in and of itself. Is like your dad did that though. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like again, you know, our, our my family is is certainly not poor. We did not grow up. Up with a lot though and we had a lot of hands helping us too especially we built our own house mm-hmm. uh but you know like that is way what, different did that than, happen uh like before you were born it happened after i was i was like one and a half or two so mm-hmm. my my one of my grandpas died when i was just under two but he was he helped us uh build a good amount of it and then uh we had a lot of other family and family and friends and stuff that were helping and obviously hired some contractors for like some of the more specific stuff that we couldn't do yeah. but like pretty much all the plumbing like was taken care of from I think my grandpa and, and a lot of like just the actual building of the house and stuff. We have some construction people in our family so so that helped a lot too. But you know it's like you see our house and it is a larger house. You know, it's a three story house and you see the living room and videos and shit. But it's like 
Okay, well, we didn't Wait, is it three-story including the basement, you're saying? Or? Yeah, including the... Or, or, oh, sorry. Okay. Yes, including the basement, not three stories up. So two All stories... Right, I was like, I, I feel like then I've never seen the house before if it <laughs> was stacked three tall. We do have an attic, technically, but we do not go up there. So it's is a little it, Is a it like hour. a crawl space attic? Because we had like a crawl space attic. Truthfully, I don't know. It could be. I've never even been up there. I, it, I could, what? Why the fuck have I not been in my attic ever? Dude, if I was a kid, that would I would only think about going up there. I would only think that there's a there's a door to it. Is it is there a, an official door? Or is it one of those the pull down ladders in the room that it was Sven's room for the How to Be a Moth video where he jumps up and hits his head on the light? There's a closet. You guys can see it yourself. Uh, there's the closet on the left hand side. Uh, on it, in the ceiling of the closet, there is a door that you can punch in, and I think there's a ladder up there that will come down and you can walk up there. Gosh, you gotta go in your attic, I'm dude. fucking 25. How have I not been How in my attic? How did you ever go in there? That, you're telling me it was a secret hole in a closet, and as a kid, you didn't go up there? I looked around my house for secret doors because that one fucking kid in Cheaper by the Dozen that found the secret slide in his house, you know what I'm talking about? He gets the attic room, and he finds a little hole, and it's a, it's a slide. And I looked for anything like that. For probably ten years, and I'm not kidding. I would, God, I would like move dressers looking for a secret door. Yeah, and you're apartment. telling me it was there the whole time, and you didn't go up there? Listen, I, I don't know. Is it could be weird and stuff. I was scared, Eddie. I don't know. Okay, well, you got to do it. Also, there was. Did Sven have a video where he jumped at his phone and kissed it? Jumped at his phone and kissed it. I don't know. I, I was watching a meme playlist with Tony, and one like made me laugh so hard where it was like a guy ran at his phone and jumped at it and kissed the phone. And then I'm pretty sure we found out it was Sven's room. Like we went back, and it looked exactly like Sven's room. Hmm. So has Sven ever done a video where he ran at his phone and kissed the phone as he hit as his face hit it? I don't know now. Shit. Um, I don't know because it looked a lot like his room, but then I didn't. I didn't ask Sven or anything like that. So I don't know if he, he did do it or not. Bet not. I bet he's a fucking loser. Bet's, I bet that's the case. I only Honestly. got reminded because it, it was um, uh, because it was the How to Be a Moth room because it's Sven's room. Oh, yeah, totally. You know what um, I was thinking uh, for like more basement stuff? Uh, what's up? If I had just like 100 million bucks and I lived in a mansion and I had a big old basement... One thing that I would want to put down there is if you ever go into like Cabela's or a back or like a Bass Pro Shops or something, or even they have one at Disneyland, but I want to have like a full diorama shooting gallery down there with, Ooh. you know what I'm talking Wait, about? Like you know, the, you're talking about like the ones at Disney or the ones at Cabela's you're saying? Or? Yes, exactly like that. Where I wouldn't have a bunch of like gross, gaudy, like taxidermized real animals and shit, but I would love to have it be like... You know, the old west kind of like tundra-ish vibe and stuff where I love those ones because they're like laser based uh, with this, the laser sights bored into the existing like gun barrel and all those little things, you know, you try to hit the little laser target and every time you hit one, something in the diorama does something, you know, like yeah. the mine cart tips over, or the bird flies away or, or like steam a can tips up. down and cause it's on a little arm or something Exactly, like dude. And I would love to just fill it with like 50 dumb little things. And then you could go in and just have a little bowl of quarters there and put in the quarter and then just be able to like, ping, ping, just shoot off these little, th- what a fun little novelty that would be. Yeah. I want, if I, if I had that kind of money, I would. 
I would have something called the hole. And if my friend said or did anything I didn't like or didn't want to do anything I'd like, I'd put them in the hole and lock it, and it would be a dark hole until I was ready to let them out. So, so hold on. So this, it's like a dark lockable hole that you intend to put your friends inside of. It's the dark lockable hole, not a dark lockable. That hole. was not my main point of concern. Okay, so. sorry. Ask, ask away. Ask away. Sorry. So okay. So this is a hole, uh, and it's it's carved into your basement floor. Yeah, it's about forty feet deep. Um, <laughs> forty feet deep. Yeah, I mean, you don't want that. You know, I I am locking the top of the hole, but you know. I don't want them to, you know, rattle out of there. So, so you don't want your friends to es- escape out of the hole that you're locking. Essentially, them in? it's like you know, it don't come over unless you want to do what I want to do. And so, if I'm like, hey, let's play, you know, let let's play some Halo Three, and someone's like, oh, I was thinking maybe we uh, watch a movie. Right into the hole they go. You know, so I drop a little glow stick down there too, and I say Geronimo, and then I throw I throw it down, and it so hopefully it doesn't hit them in the head. But then they got some light down there. I do appreciate the courtesy, Geronimo, but I'm very concerned that you're essentially throwing your friends into a dark, escapeless well. I they can, I throw a rope when I'm ready to let them out. When you're ready to let them out? Yeah, I'll ask them like, "Do you want to do what I want to do yet?" And Is if I hear no, I just shut it, shut the hole. This feels like the well at the beginning of like Batman Begins or some shit. This does not sound. That's it's actually very similar. Is that like there's a whole prison down there of other friends that will chant okay. as you're trying to go up there. You're using like wording like prison and stuff now. I just don't think I want to ever. It's visit like a you. pretend. It's like a pretend prison though, because it's like it's not legal. It's not a legal system. I'm not like a warden, you know. So 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 it is a uh, stone wall lined, inescapable. Well, they have glow sticks. It's not blind. They have glow sticks. I already told you that. Okay. They have a Geronimo, you know? Yep. You mentioned the Geronimo. Yep. Very clear on that. Uh, But essentially, it is a stone wall, uh, prison-like pit that isn't a prison. Right. It's a stone wall, but much like uh, you mentioned in Dark Knight Rises, there are some stones that you can kind of get a hold of. Um, And so uh, you want to try and get up there without breaking your back. So you're going to have, like, let's just say, who's coming over? Bruce is coming over, all right? Yep. And and you you tell Bruce, hey, Bruce, uh, you didn't wipe your shoes before you came into the foyer here. I'm going to have to stick you in the hole. And well, Bruce, I want to hear what Bruce has to say first. All right. Well, Bruce would probably bitch and moan because you know he never wipes his feet uh, before Bruce, he goes Bruce comes in. Anytime foyer. we have a party, <laughs> Bruce comes in muddy shoes, muddy socks somehow, too. And Bruce Green just leaves a trail behind him. And he says, can I go to the bathroom? And you just see mud all the way. And the weird thing is, he always enters in, too, uh, with, with that sort of, like, breathy giggle of, of, of a kid that has just escaped from his parents that are trying to corral him. And Bruce always is eating a really big red sucker, and it's all over his face and hands, and he's, he's going <laughs> to want to touch everything. <laughs> just muddy shoes, red face and hands. <laughs> Where's, where's your bathroom? <laughs> he's, he's giggling. Or like, Bruce, please, fucking hell, dude, stay outside. I'd stick oh, him we, in the hole if he did that. Then I'll I'd stick him in the hole. Too. That's fair. But Bruce he's got sticky stay. fingers. He can climb up the wall. Yeah, really he's gonna be like, you're just gonna hear him coming like louder, With the, louder. The, the up mud the shoes. Yeah, the mud shoes. You just you just hear you're sitting in the basement. You you feel safe and sound because Bruce has been dealt with. And then slowly from the depths of the hole, you hear. 
<laughs> He's just coming up the fucking um, Well, you got another Pregunta for the boys? Honestly, nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have liked to answer another Pregunta from the boys, but that's... that's What's fine, that, Eddie? I guess. Nothing, I guess you're just going in the hole or whatever, right? Did you hold on? Did you say you're putting me into the hole? I said no, no problem. You're just going in the hole. You're putting me uh, in the hole. I don't, I don't want to be in the hole. That's not really your choice, though, is it? Ha, he, he, you know, not really up to you. Ha, ha. Just don't feel like that's that kind or funny. So, <laughs> I don't care. You think Bruce we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <yeah. laughs>